Welcome back to another episode of Fortifying Your Faith. I'm Hasten Hanley, I'm your host, and I'm glad you can be with us today as we spend a little bit more time thinking about God's Word, thinking about how we can strengthen, how we can grow, how we can improve our faith, so that way we can continue to be faithful Christians grow ever closer to God, and truly even be able to help, strengthen, and build up our brothers and sisters in Christ. Over the past couple of episodes, and for the whole time this season, uh, we have spent some time thinking about several men of the Bible. We spent the first episode discussing David, Two episodes ago, we spent some time talking about Elijah and his faithfulness to God. Last week, we spent some time talking about Daniel and his faithfulness in the face of change, in the face of adversity, and even in the face of death. Daniel remained faithful to God. Today, I want us to look at another man who really... And truly, this exact same thing could be said about, because I want us to spend a few moments and discuss and consider the book of Job, because there are rarely people in the world, and there's very few people uh, when talking about spiritual faithfulness that gets placed above Job. Job was a man who truly dealt and had to face it all. Job was a man who lost everything, but yet he strengthened his faith through that loss, through that adversity, through that hardship that he had to face. So I want us, if we're seeking to grow our faith, I want us to spend a few moments in the book of Job, looking at a man who had everything, who lost it all, but came out on the other side in a better place than where he started. So I want us to begin at the very beginning of the book. We're introduced to this simple man named Job. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. This is a man, as we think about it, that instantly, as soon as you read about him, is a man that ought to be emulated. Someone that, by inspiration, it says he was perfect and upright, he feared the Lord, he shunned and stayed away from evil. He was faithful. That is the type of person, those are the characteristics that each of us ought to aspire to have when we examine this simple idea 
of living a faithful life. But yet, we keep reading. Job is a man from the land of Uz. So far, that's all we know about him. But you keep reading. Job was faithful when he had everything. Because we read, beginning in verse 2, There were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was seven thousand sheep, three thousand camels, five hundred yoke of oxen, five hundred female donkeys, and a very great household, that being servants, so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. This man, truthfully, was the man that would be on the cover of uh, Forbes magazine. He had everything you could imagine. But he didn't just rely on himself. He didn't just say, well, look at all of these good things that I have done. Look at these things that I have provided for myself. No, he didn't say any of that. Because in verse 5, we read of his character. Not just in verse 1, where inspiration tells us that he is perfect and upright and focuses and fears God and turns away from and shuns evil. Verse 5, And it was so, when the days of their feasting were gone about, that being his children, that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned. It, it might be. So I'm going to offer sacrifices for them. Uh, he says they might have sinned. They might have cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did once, and then he decided against it. No. Five times, and then he realized he was losing too much of his livestock. No. It says, thus Job did continually. He was ever seeking to rely on God. He was ever seeking for God's forgiveness for his own children. He was ever relying and trusting on God. We even see it in the next picture, the picture of the throne room of heaven. When Satan comes before God and uh, is giving a report and an account of the things which he has been doing, he discusses Job, that being God, the Lord said unto Satan, verse 8, Has thou considered my servant Job? There is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and eschews evil. You see, when Job was on top of the world, he trusted in God. When it seems today that anyone with power or money or wealth or anything would turn away from God in a heartbeat. Job was the exception. Job feared God. 
he turned away from evil, and he sought to be faithful. That's not something that's unattainable for us. Now, perhaps his wealth is unattainable for many of us. Perhaps the sheer number of how much he had is unattainable for some of us. But that faithfulness is not. The faithfulness of Job, when he had everything, ought to be a shining example to how we are to live faithfully. Job wasn't just faithful in excess. If you read through the book, really you get to about verse 5 before things start going downhill for Job physically. And I want to specify physically because after that conversation with God, Satan attacks Job. He loses everything. You can stop and you can read from verses uh, 13 all the way down to about verse 20. And you read about Job losing it all. He lost his servants. He lost his children. He lost his livestock. Job loses so much in these few verses. It would be enough to make so many people turn their backs on God out of bitterness out of saying, how could God do this? But yet we don't read about that with Job. Job, it says in verse 20, then he arose after hearing this in back to back to back to back succession. Job arose, rent his mantle, his clothing, shaved his head, and fell down upon the ground and cursed God. No, once again, that's not what it says. Verse 20, he fell upon the ground and worshipped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job sinned not nor charged God foolishly. When he lost it all, Job did not turn away from God. Job remained faithful. How beautiful of a picture is that for us who are seeking to be faithful people, seeking to be faithful children of God, that even when we look at a man like Job that's just lost his the vast majority of his family just lost the vast majority and source, it seems, of his wealth, that he would still say, blessed be God and worship him. In fact, that's not the only time we go down to chapter 2. Now Job has lost his health. Now Job has gotten to the point, verse uh, 7 uh, Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord, chapter 2, verse 7, and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot to his crown, and he took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal, and he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, and mind you, Miss Job, uh, whatever her name might have been, gets a lot of... Uh, 
hate from this. Uh, to an extent, I can see that, but we also have to think at this time, Job was the one that had that relationship with God. She did not. But she looks at her husband who's suffering and says unto him, Dost thou retain thine integrity? Do you keep your sense of moral justice and right? Curse God and die. And Job didn't agree with that. Job didn't say, you're right. I've been worshiping God for no reason at all. He's turned his back on me. Clearly, I cannot serve God any longer. No, it says, he said unto her, verse 10, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women, one of the unlearned or uneducated women speaks. What, shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? Verse 10 concludes with a simple statement. In all of this, did not Job sin with his lips? Job remained faithful when losing it all. The vast majority of the book from here on out is going to be from chapter, uh, really, we begin in uh, chapter 2 and verse 11 when his friends first show up to the very end of the book as Job is being questioned by God. Job goes through this entire process of being questioned about why he is grieving, why he's in a bad mood, what caused all of this. But at the end of the book, it doesn't end with anything negative. It doesn't end with Job turning away from God. It doesn't end with God forsaking Job. Job answers the Lord, verse 1, and says of Job 42, I know that thou canst do everything, and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understand not things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, or beg thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare, uh, and declare thou unto me. He says, I have heard of thee, in verse 5, with the hearing of the ear. But now mine eyes seeth thee. He says, through all of these things I have done. Through all of these things I have had to endure. Through all of these things I have had to grow from. My faith has grown. I've heard of you. My faith used to be. I heard of you and I believed you and I believed in you. But that wasn't the case anymore through the things that he had struggled with, through the adversity that he had overcome. In fact, even through the questioning of God as to why Job would question him, he's able to say after all of this, it's no longer a faith of having heard of you. Now it's a faith that I believe in you. I can see you as it were. Therefore, he says, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. As Job ends all of this difficult time, ends this difficult period of his life, 
he stops and says, Simply put, my faith has grown through the things that I have been through. When we look at Job, a man who lost it all, his faith grew. What will it take for us to grow our faith? What will it take for us to take a a faith that is taught to bring it into a personal faith? What is it that will take us to the point where we can say, just as Job said, in essence, my faith has grown through what I have endured? Why not take the time while things might be good and seek to grow your faith? But if you're going through difficult things, take time to grow in that as well. James says, James chapter 1, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse, many different, or various trials. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh, strengthens, grows, fortifies your faith, your patience. And let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. We have to go through difficult things sometime to come out on the other side stronger. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't be seeking to grow even when things are good. When we stop and think about Job, we ought to look at an example of when things are tough, we ought to seek to grow just that much more. I thank you for your time, and hopefully we've been able to grow together, we've been able to study together, and hopefully we can come back again next week and spend some time thinking about tools that we can use to grow and strengthen our faith, strengthen our knowledge and understanding, and then maybe next week or the week after, we will pick back up discussing great men and women of faith. I hope you can tune back in next week, and until then, let's keep studying, keep growing, and keep encouraging, so that way we can seek to have that better home in heaven. Let's have a great day. Thank you.